actually doing jujitsu, or are you like playing a game? No, 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 I'm actually doing it, and I'm actually getting my ass beat. <laughs> like against other human beings? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I hear them kangaroos are pretty mean at jujitsu. <laughs> Welcome back to the Two Cents Podcast. I'm your moderator, Shine. It's your boy, Elias Imanon. It's your girl, Jay Wells. And we have a very special guest on the episode on the show tonight. Uh, a, a very cool fella, cool brother I know. I've met, what, six months ago? Something yeah, about like that. that. Eight months, baby. My main man, James. You know, he's uh, another low country boy, and he... Uh, he volunteered to speak for all white people today. <laughs> oh man, that's that's a tall order. I feel I feel the I feel the stress. <laughs> hey, uh, all I gotta say is, hey, welcome welcome to our world, man. <laughs> I go to a party. I go to a party one day. You know, I got this big afro, or whatever. And for some reason, I'm the one person that you know white people want to come to and ask questions. And I'm like, I gotta be a face of black people because people got you, so <laughs> good luck. <laughs> All right, well, I'm gonna try my best. So hopefully yeah. I don't get beat up by white people in the in the street because I said the wrong thing. <laughs> you giving away our secrets, boy. What's wrong with you? <laughs> oh no, but that's but really though, that I think this is great because I think personally a lot of the problems in, in our country is just the fact that, you know, we don't like to speak 
across the fence and try to understand and get some understanding of, I mean, different cultures. People don't realize how big America is and um, and the amount of people that, that are here from different cultures, different backgrounds. And, you know, we are one united nation, but each state, each county, each city is, is so different from the other. Um, and we need to really have more dialogue and 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 not be ashamed to to embrace our differences or, or whatever the case may be. But I, I think this is great. This is this is pretty cool. Yeah, I'm excited. I was, like I said, I listened to last week's podcast, and and when you were like, "We need a white dude," I was like, "I'm gonna be that guy." I'm gonna be that guy. <laughs> I was like, "I'm gonna step up to the plate and swing and miss hard." I'm gonna be that guy. <laughs> Well, we're gonna have fun while while you're doing it. So that's that's the most yeah, important. Baby. I got my bourbon, so I'm happy. <laughs> what kind of bourbon? Is, is is it is it Woodford? It's the uh, I got the single barrel Knob Creek Special Reserve. This oh, stuff is legit. Shit. Wait a minute, that sounds hey, fancy something. as hell. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I uh, a really close friend of mine, his wife was like the Southeast marketing director for Knob Creek and mm. like five other major liquors. So Damn. they always hooked me up. So I actually somewhere in my house, I got a bottle with my name on it for Damn. my birthday one year. It was a it, it was a it was a lucked out kind of thing. <laughs> See, that's that's the white people shit. Y'all be having all the connects and hookups. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So um before we before we get into all the other nonsense, what's what's going on in the world? What's what's popping? What's what's trend oh the the uh the romp him. I'm going I'm getting me a romp him. Thank you, thank you. So I was just looking at that and I just saw what I've been seeing is a group of white dudes wearing rompers. So, James. <laughs> what? <laughs> Time out. Hold on. I'm going to have to investigate this real quick. What now? You, you haven't seen that? The rom- you know, you know so, that women wear a romper? Something? Well, it's it's, a, it's usually something that women wear. It's called a romper. It's pretty much well, a... I'm well a, aware of rompers. Yeah, a, a onesie. And yeah. some, no, no, no. It's a difference. It's a difference. Okay, bring it down. What, whatever. So, a romper <laughs> is like shorts that are attached to a shirt and it's just one a one piece and then oh, yeah, you got there's... a onesie the onesie is the one that goes all the way down to your feet and then you got a jumpsuit a jumpsuit is the same thing as a onesie except a jumpsuit is more is fancier than a onesie like a onesie is more like chill out lounge clothes whereas the jumpsuit is a one piece clothing item that you wear it's, it's so easy rompers and jumpsuits are like my best romper jumpsuits and dresses just one piece one and done but the only thing is with rompers and onesies is when you gotta use the bathroom you gotta unzip your ass be butt naked in the stall in the mm-hmm. bathroom don't know don't know how you got degraded to that but hey <laughs> take your mind off uh-huh. of the pants leg pull up so i just i googled romp him and i speak for none of those white dudes i but seriously 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 those guys they started a kickstarter or something and they've raised in excess of a hundred thousand dollars in maybe a week when their target was ten thousand people have really just kind of got behind them and then it just happened to that story caught on twitter and of course black twitter just lit it up and it's been an ongoing joke you know about oh my god guys are gonna start wearing rompers they call it the romp him just all kind of memes <laughs> and, and gifs, gifs, whatever the hell you say it. It's just, it's been hilarious, and I'm kind of starting to get on board because it's 
I think it'll be kind of fun. I'm gonna get an overall, some uh, some coveralls. <laughs> Uh, you know. No, that's that's different, man. You can't do it. If you're going to do the romp him, you got to do the romp him. Don't you get no punk-ass cover, coveralls. Oh, that's whoa, what whoa, men whoa. wear now. <laughs> you can wear People wear that now. Like, the people here at work, they're wearing cover, they wear coveralls. But they ain't, they ain't wearing Working shorts. Short sets, though. This this is going to be shorts. A short with, with short pants. Whatever oh, the hell it's called. Short pants. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know fashion, but damn it, I'm I'm gonna get one like like uh Vince Wilfork had on. I'm I'm gonna be fly. Oh man. All I know is I'm laying in I'm laying in the bed last night with my girl and she was just like, Oh, I want you to, I want you to try this and I'm thinking she like, you know, it's the next food we about to cook or something like that. <laughs> And I see this, you know, <laughs> this male version of the romper dog. I'm like, nah, I don't know about that dog. Like, I, um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, you know what I'm saying? When I'm out, you know, having fun, I like to drink, dog. And I ain't trying to get butt naked in no nasty ass men's stall, dude. Hey, welcome to the life of the ladies. Welcome to the life of the ladies. Uh, I can't do it. But pull it out the, pull out the thigh, bro. You got to pull it out, just roll, roll the thigh up and just let, let it loose. <laughs> Soccer feet. You, you gotta do it like you're playing soccer, right? In high school, you gotta get down the leg. Oh, yeah. oh, damn. Two, two all in the girdle. <laughs> you forgot well, about I that. I see. I seen one. Well, we seen a couple of fly ones, but I was still like, I'm still on 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 edge about that. Like, I, you know, what I'm saying, if my girl buy one, then I'll walk around the house with it. No, uh, don't. I'm too don't sure. Be I ain't too sure about walking outside with that thing on yet. Nope. No, I'm sorry. I'm gonna get one to wear in Orlando. <laughs> I'm bringing a onesie now. I'll rock the onesie. I don't mm-hmm. have no problem doing that. Nah, bring that romper. The romp him. Mm. <laughs> I don't know about that. That's a little rough, man. I, I, yeah. I'll stick to my board shorts and flip flops, man. I just, I can't. <laughs> are they are they rainbows? No, uh, they're they're uh, they're uh, reefs. In other news, um, I know this guy isn't wearing no romp him, but um, Trump here lately they they've um, the pressure kind of been added on him because now they sent Russia saying that they have the transcript of when him and the um, who's the guy the ambassador one the ambassador that was actually in the Oval Office with him last week. Oh. God, what was his name? I forgot. Talking about the guy that got fired? No, no, that's the FBI. No, that's Comey. Yeah. Talking about, is it Flynn? No, no, this is the actual Russian. He's one of the ambassadors oh, or something. He was actually in the know. Oval Office talking with Trump, and then, and now they're saying they actually have a transcript, and some some real heat is starting to come up on on the administration now, and I don't know. I just really don't know. <laughs> yeah. So. Let me jump in on that one. So two things. So first off, let me kind of clarify everything. It, you know, a lot of white people voted for Trump. <laughs> I, 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 I was a staunch Gary Johnson. I'm libertarian as the day is long. Um, so, but uh, a buddy of mine and I do a podcast called uh, Opposing Rationales, and we go way into this. And I'll send you Justin. I'll shoot you a text with the email or the article he sent me. But some a couple of really solid news reporters started putting together a timeline of Trump and Russians, and mm. it goes back to like the '70s, and mm. it's Damn. it's sketchy and Ooh. it's super it it's sketchy on so many levels. And then 
just the whole thing that went on last week. So, I mean, there, there's some gray area associated with Trump and what he can say because technically he is the president. So there's certain things that even though it's classified to, you know, every Tom, Dick, and Harry. Right. He does have some leeway because he is, quote, unquote, Mr. President. Right. But still, it, it makes you wonder if he's that loose with, with, with <laughs> stuff. Right. You know, are they coming in handing him a cigar and a bourbon and going, hey, man, what's going on down in, uh, you know. Exactly. You want? I wouldn't exactly. be surprised if they were. I was, yo, I was just thinking about Area 51. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, we got these aliens on the, on the dissection table. You know, we're trying to get some, yeah. some information out of them boys real quick. Come on now, let's check it out, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that that's we actually have billions and billions of aliens in Area Fifty One. It's bigly, it's very bigly. It's going to be huge. <laughs> it's going to be huge. It's so perfect. Everything's great, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I ain't gonna lie though. I don't care for him as a president, but he's kind of hilarious. I mean, it's just he 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 doesn't get I out of character. He does not get out of character. I mean, he is in it to win Definitely it. Definitely entertaining. Definitely entertaining, to say the least. Yeah. You know, it, I don't even think it's a character. I think he's just someone like smacked him over the head at like ten and said, "This is who you are," and he's like, "All right, cool, I'm gonna run with it." And then just <laughs> <forgot>. <laughs> <laughs> Good God, yeah, that's true. You know, I just there's some stuff he says. I'm like, dude, did you did you hear that? Did you he, say that? Did you didn't. honestly honestly say that? He and didn't. Freaking. He don't even know. He don't even know. <laughs> just talking. It's one of those guys that just likes to talk shit just because they can do it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because no one's, to be honest with you, he spent the last, what, 30 years, arguably, where everybody below him has been, oh, yeah, absolutely. That sounds great. That mm-hmm. sounds great. And now you're on a, a stage where it's the opposite. Everybody is trying to hack you in half. I mean, mm. right. you know what I mean? Good point. Very good point. Yeah. Especially in today's climate where, you know, you know, with Obama, I felt bad for Obama because everything that went on was, you know, it was scrutinized, scrutinized to the nth degree. Yeah. And then all right. of a sudden, you know, what's that? I said everything was Obama's fault. Yeah. I mean, well, there was a heck, it was so bad. There was a meme about it, wasn't there? You know, <laughs> Obama did it. Several. Yeah. <laughs> Obama did it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like that one video with the guy. He was just like, did you see that video when he asked him? <laughs> His middle name is Hussein. He's evil. Terrorist. Yeah. That job be like, it'd be so bad. It'd be like, yo, I got a flat tire. Thanks, Obama. Yeah. Yeah. It got ridiculous at some point. You're like, really? Come on, man. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but that's politics. That's why I don't care for it. It's yeah. Well, and the other thing, what halfway through Obama's tenure, he lost what? The Senate, and then the second term, he lost the the House of Representatives. So, yeah. I mean, trying to fight against a predominantly Republican, you're not going to get a massive amount done. I mean, you're going to have to strong on mm-hmm. stuff, which... Freaking idiots. And that's exactly why I hate politics. It's like gangs, it's Crips and Bloods. It's, it's the red and the blue. I mean, why, why is it that's so really divided? Exactly. We just need to be unified. Hey, We're right. all trying to get to the Can't same do- goal. Majority. Lamar calls them Democrits and Republicans. Democrits and Republicans. That's actually really good. Yeah. Democrits and Republicans. I said, whoa, all right. I can take that. I like that. So, what are. 
No, I was gonna say I was gonna say the bad thing is with a two party system, you, you have the Democrats, you got the Republicans, they hate each other, but the only thing they're good at is keeping a third party or a fourth party out. Right? Exactly. If you look at any other democratic, arguably democratic country, you know, the Brits, the Frances, the Japans, it's not two parties. It's ten, six, seven. And it's you go, wait a minute. So they got seven different parties. Damn. And we got two. Like, are we that ridiculous that we pigeonhole ourselves into two groups? Right. Yep. It's it's ridiculous. It doesn't fit. It does not fit. No, it, yeah, if the glove don't fit, man. That's the point. It's a it's a super outdated model, and it it, it really needs to change. It's it's not it's not 1776 anymore. They just need to tighten up and change all, a lot of this shit. But anywho, yeah. let's let's Go get ahead. off the, off off the off this deep shit. Let's get let's have some fun because I know J. Wells has been burning to to ask some questions for you, Mister James. <laughs> So, I have it, Brandon. Yeah, you, so, you, you on the hot seat let's, now. Let's, let's talk about this chicken. Let's, let's start right there. So why, Here we go. I'm excited. Let's, let's, <laughs> I'm excited. So the question is, do white people, you ask people, all the white people, do white people wash their chicken or not? Nah? If I wash their chicken, and to me, I mean, when you take it out of the pack, you, you rinse it off. And you make sure you get all that slimy gook off of it. Or do you just take it out the pack and throw it in the pan with no seasoning? <laughs> well, that's two questions right here. So first of all, <laughs> I had a slide in it there. <laughs> I, I think I'm a pretty good cook. So, you know, but anyway, so that was the one thing about last week that had me cracking up because I, I actually text Justin. I was like, wait, y'all, y'all wash your chicken off? <laughs> And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, hold on. For real? I was like, literally, I pull it out of the pack, slap it on the cutting board. I chop it up however I want to do it, whether I'm going to put it on the grill or barbecue it or, you know, whatever. And he's like, no, 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 we wash it off. I was like, no kidding. <laughs> I've never seen, I never saw my mom do it. She taught me how to cook. I know a lot, we, you know, us both, we, we, in general, everybody learns cooking certain things from their mom, right? Right. I never saw my mom do it. I've never seen my grandma do it. I never did it. So <laughs> I, I don't know if there's a, a positive to cleaning it or a positive to not cleaning it. 90% of the time, if I'm slapping it on the grill, that thing's hot enough. I'm killing anything that's bad in there anyway, right? I mean, but do, do you not it's feel fun. some type of way about that slimy feeling on your chicken? Like that? You, you cool with that? <laughs> I, I don't know. It don't it don't it don't affect me at the end. I'm telling you, I'll throw it in a pan with some olive oil and a little bit of salt, pepper, maybe a little paprika or some, you know, grease. <laughs> I got it. Well, I think I, I think that goes to her second question: the seasoning. <laughs> All right. Well, what kind of seasoning do you use? I, you know, I mean, I said a little bit of salt, pepper, and so paprika don't got no flavor, cause. <laughs> Alright, well, come, anytime you want to come down here and show me how to cook, I will take lessons. I am always about absolutely, learning how to absolutely. cook. Absolutely, absolutely. Do, do, do you have season on? Do you have that? Season what now? <laughs> Probably not. I got some Zatarain. I'm just asking. I'm just asking. These are just the questions that the people would like to know. No, hey, I, 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 
again, if I'm speaking for all white people, there's probably some people who literally just slap it in a pan or boil it and eat yep. it. Yep. It's true. But yeah. let's, 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 let me, let me interject now. Cause listen, I, I know some great white cooks. Listen, cause I, I've been living say, in Bennisville with some of the rednecks and I made some real good redneck friends. And listen to me, them fuckers can be cooking their ass off. Yeah. By cooking, you mean they grilling something? Or smoking, smoking or... grilling, cooking, maybe on it. I'm, whew, I'm not saying smoking and grilling is two totally different things. You can smoke and grill the hell out of something, it'd be good as a milk without even putting seasoning on it. But if you're actually cooking, like you, you know. Cooking, kind of hell yeah. Stuff. They be fattening in the country too. Shit. They be eating their ass off. I don't ever think of a skinny cook. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I piggyback. I piggyback off what James was saying. Like you learn from your mama and your and your grandma. Well, my grandma came off the farm, so like all her chicken that she was cooking, she had to kill it herself. Right. So you kill that shit. You got to clean it. You got to do all that. You got to wash them all because it still got blood and all that stuff in it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Our chicken nowadays don't have that much blood in it. It's pretty much drained. But I guess she's been so used to it. You know, my mom learned it, and I learned it from my mom. So. That's why I wash my shit, but I can't speak for everybody else. True. But I mean, see, that makes sense. If you know, you're that makes sense. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. I I can get behind that. True, true. Cause like, I mean, I used to hear the saying, "Boy, if you don't come around here, I'm gonna wring your neck." I'm like, "Wring your neck? What does that mean?" <laughs> and then she would take, she would literally take the chicken by the by the beak or whatever, and then just wring that jug around like and break the neck. <laughs> yep. Had a fucker flopping around. Hell yeah, I see my great yeah. my great aunt. <laughs> Clean yeah, and no. kill and clean some chickens. <laughs> got that that hot oh, that yeah. hot tub, that, that tub of hot water. Dip that fucker in that hot water up and down, and shit start plucking feathers off, boy. Yep. Mm-mm. Now, <laughs> total side note. So last year, uh, last couple of years, I've been able to go shoot quail and pheasant. Now, when I put those in the pan, you better believe I'm cleaning them, right? Because right. there's a little bit of feather and a little, you know, a little slime, like you're talking about. A little bit of blood. I'll clean those, but you know, because still, I sometimes I have to pick the shot out of them. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Lord. Yeah. Okay. Bacon yeah. wrapped quail. Everybody needs some of that in their life. Oh my god, bacon is amazing. Yes. Ooh. He said bacon wrapped quail. That sounds sexy. It is. I'm not gonna lie, it does sound pretty good. Justin, yeah. anytime you want to go, let me know. I'll Hell take yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Shit. So, mm-hmm. Jay, so next question, Mr. Mr. Elias J. Wells. I, I, I know y'all got him now. Don't, don't, don't freeze up now. Why, why I gotta be the one? To, okay, so my next question is. Because you asked all the I don't, I don't know if this is true. <laughs> um, but, but I remember at my old job, the maintenance manager, he, he died. And I think he died on like, I think a Tuesday. And the funeral was on Thursday. So I'm just, I'm just <laughs> curious. Why are white people funerals so quick after you die? The more color. Oh, the boy turned dark quick. I hey, I was really trying to understand it, and the, and the ceremony was all of I don't know thirty minutes. They brought the body in, said a couple words, and then they left. The end. Period. You in the ground. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. You know that's was, actually a really interesting question. So when my grandfather passed two years ago, it it literally was he passed on let's say like a. Wednesday, I believe, and and we it was quick, and it I don't know, I've never thought of that. Questions that he answers, (laughs) dog. 
James Brown, them boy, they, they took his whole body on like a three month tour, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Like, so extra. Oh my god. We are. Let me die today. My funeral not gonna be until three weeks from now. <laughs> like, I tell you what, though, dog, I'm gonna I'm try and die close to the Friday or Saturday as possible because people don't like taking off work, dog. <laughs> nope. Right, right. They was like, I work. You gotta make sure you call your cousin that you don't really talk to who'll get married to the funeral. Like, it's just so many levels and layers that you gotta invite everybody. Everybody gotta make sure they got the memo. Gotta make sure they got time to come. Gotta make sure they take out take off work. Gotta buy hotels. Gotta figure out who else they stay with. Yep. Just gotta get the funeral arrangements. You gotta take a first the first three four days. You, oh Lord, Lord, she died. Like it takes three days for that to get past that. And then on day four, you probably start making arrangements, and then you gotta have, you have to wait. Call everybody. You gotta have a oh, right. You gotta have a wake, the viewing of the body. Then you gotta have the actual funeral, and then you gotta find somebody. To, and then, and then the daggone service be so daggone long. We got a collection plate. You gotta have somebody do the words. You gotta have somebody sing four or five songs. It's just, it's just, it's a lot. It's yes, a the, and then, and I'm, I'm gonna jump in on that part right there. The, the service, the actual funeral service. One of the guys Lord. I used to work with in Bennisville, white guy, of course. He told me that you know he, um, he used to, um, he owned some laundromats. And one of the guys that used to um, fix the, the the cleaning machines, the steamers, whatever the hell it was, you know, he was a black guy. And when he died, you know, they were real close. When he died, he went to the funeral. That's the first time he went to a, a black funeral. <laughs> and he said he felt like it was church because he he just he okay. said he was sad, but when he left, he was he felt good because they were singing and shouting and dancing. <laughs> He's never seen nothing like that in his life, but he loved it. <laughs> A funeral. <laughs> you know, black people tell you it's a homegoing service now. Right. We're going to celebrate. Celebration okay. of life. Right. A celebration of life, yep. On obituary. Come up and say their words. About, everybody keep it down to two minutes. It end up being 15 minutes a person. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. You know, it's interesting. I've never thought of it. But I think a lot of it has to do, to some extent, with church service, right? So, like, yeah. I grew up Methodist. I'm not really religious now, but our stuff was like wham, bam, 45 minutes in and out. Sorry, I got other stuff to do. And yeah, yeah. I, have, I had some friends in high school, you black guys, dude, like I call them on Sundays, like, dude, uh-uh, that ain't happening. Nope. I'm in church from like eight to two. Yep. Like, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. yeah. I was beach by yeah. 10. Yep, you got Sunday school, then you got first service. Yeah, you, some some churches you got a second service. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. Don't forget, don't forget, you gotta have the food after in the back in the kitchen. You gotta have make sure you got the servers. Give it that cornbread, stream beans, rice, and chicken. Yep. Oh gosh, it was now. so bad. It was so bad for me. I would leave. I would go to two, you know both sets of parents, you know, because they were just split up or whatever. I would leave one church service after the preacher already got finished preaching. Go to the other service and the dude, they still doing praise and worship, bro. Uh-huh. Mm. No. I'm, I'm trying to tell you, dog, all day. Like, yo, okay, yeah, I know they ain't going to get out to about three. <laughs> <laughs> we, got, we got enough time. Dog, then they get out of service at like two or three o'clock. And then they going to have the evening service about seven. Wow. Right. Yeah. yeah. It'd be all, it'd be an all, all day event. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like. Really That's why is. to this day I'm not as I'm not as religious as I used to be. Though. I'm like I, I'm sorry. They, well, you know my thing was they said uh, what was the thing they said they said uh, well if you can't praise God for for three four hours how are you gonna praise Him for a lifetime or for for an eternity? <laughs> I was like hey man I'm still on this planet I'm still on Earth right now. Looking at that we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Right. I got school tomorrow. Dog. I still got homework. I got to do. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh, that's hilarious. It's crazy. Well, let me let me ask a question then. With that, so do you? I, to me, when I was growing up in church, you know, I went to my mom made me go to about sixteen, and she goes, "You're smart enough at this point. Figure it out for yourself." Mm. But until sixteen. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> My grandfather still asking why he don't see me in church on Sunday. <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> I'm grown. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, go ahead, man. I'm sorry. I cut you off, bro. No, no, no. No, no it's, it's, this is good. So do you feel like it's a little more personal? Like, do you feel like in y'all's churches, it's a little more personal message? Whereas, like... I, a lot of times my biggest beef with ours is it was so cut and dry and impersonal. It was even hard to feel what they were talking about. You know, I mean, a lot of stuff in general is, it's the, it's the concept, right? It's not the actual story. It's the concept, right? right? Turning right. the other cheek or, you know, looking at, you know, the prodigal son or looking out, you know, the, the traveler picked the guy up on the side of the road, you know, the, uh, mm-hmm. what's the, it, so do you feel like y'all's was more personal and it was, you know, there was a better community there where to me, when I was growing up, it was very cold, very impersonal. Everybody in there was like, I'm just here to kind of just make sure other people see me <laughs> during the week. Oh yeah, I was at church. Whereas the point to me of church is the message, right? It's, it's, you're trying to change your life. You're trying to be a better person. You're trying to hear what the preacher's telling you and, and trying to adjust that to your life. Whereas to me, and I, again, I'm just speaking of my little small Methodist bubble. It, at times it was very impersonal and very just cold, you know, and that, and that's not a way to help people grow. Yeah. I, well, I mean, honestly, I mean, I, I'll, I'll speak on my, my from my uh, perspective or point of view. Um, it just, it really depends on, it depends on the church. It depends on the preacher, because um, I mean, all of that goes. You can get that from anybody, honestly. You can get the in, in, you know, unpersonal or impersonal, and you can also get the personal, and you can also get the same people um, in the congregation that are only there to be seen. Whereas there's other people that are there to actually receive that message. Um, and, and honestly, you know, when when it comes to like scriptures and stuff like that, like. Somebody reads something and they take it a whole different way than the next person. So it really just depends. Like it, it just, it just depends on that day and where you at. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Okay, I would, I would have to, I would have to agree. My parents growing up, they were like, when I was really young, they were like really radical church folks. Like they was in church like seven days a week. Mm. I used to be like, bro, like, come on, are you freaking kidding me? This is when they live. This is when we live in like New York. But then when we grew up, we started going to we went to several Baptist churches, and then we started going to a non-denominational church, which was actually a predominantly white church. And the preacher was amazing, and I really enjoyed that church. But it wasn't. It, I didn't feel like it was really impersonal. Like he he really did a good job of getting the message across and including everyone. And he did the altar call. And then as the years got started going on, like the music started being a little more um, soulful, <laughs> which you know, I kind of appreciate it. <laughs> and now that the church that I'm going to up here, the preacher is freaking amazing. I swear, like every Sunday, it's 
regardless of what he's, he's just such a great preacher and teacher. So he's teaching you as well as like giving you a message. And it just like the energy in the church is just so high. But also there's a church around the corner that I went to and it just seemed like it was just dead. It was no feeling. It just seemed like everybody was going through the motions. It was just like, eh, this is not the church for me. So, I mean, it just depends on the church that you go to and the people that's in the church, the congregation, and if the church is struggling or if it's flourishing, <clears throat> it just all depends. And this is from yeah. Baptist to non-denominational to AME to, I feel like I'm missing like three, three other ones. Oh, but, it's a lot. But it's too yeah. many. <laughs> I, like, I, I've been, I mean, because at the same time, you also got those, you know, those, those real, like, I guess, holiness churches where it's just like, oh. Absolutely. When the preacher started hooping and hollering, it's like, I like my greens. I like my ketchup. I like mustard. You know what I'm saying? Like, and don't even forget the neck bone. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hear you with the vocals. Yes. And, 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 and see, that's to me, that's a lot of it, too. I think especially as folks get to a certain age in life or they start having a family, they transition from their weekly ritual from going out to the club to the bar Saturday night. And now they're going to church to, to have that fellowship and that entertainment, especially in, in the black church. Cause you like the pastors animated, the choirs singing, you got the musicians banging and it's mm-hmm. just, it's more of a, just, this is, this is what I do to get out for the weekend. Instead of going to the club, I'm making sure I'm going to church for that 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 same type of that just that ritual right that fellowship right that's i agree but them them holiness churches i cannot i cannot i cannot <laughs> be getting up and running around and hooping and howling i'm like come on just so, just so so animated so let me ask a question real quick have any of y'all been to a catholic service yes no i've been to a catholic wedding i've been to a catholic not service, service. Okay, Justin, how cold and ridiculous was that? I thought I was in a cult. Seriously. He was a deacon for 50 plus years in this church, right? Golly. Oh, yeah? What's that? I said, yours too? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So every time I go back to West Virginia to, to, to spend the time with my grandparents. West Virginia? Yeah. I, sorry, I'm I'm real white. I'm <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> These people are in West Virginia. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm, they, I would go to a Catholic service. And, I mean, it's literally like, it's an hour. But it's yes. like, all right, get in there. Everybody's going to do, oh, ooh, yes. Hail Mary. All right, everybody get on their knees. We're going to do five Hail Marys. All right, everybody stand up. We're going to do this. Everybody kneel down, do this. Everybody stand back up, do this. All right, preacher would say 10 minutes. And then the next 45 minutes was literally, it was like, you know, Justin, you'll appreciate it. It was almost like engineering protocol. It's like, all right, yeah. we're going to do step A, step B, step C. And you're like, wait a minute, hold on. I thought we were coming here to learn something. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, what is going on? Oh, yes. I've never been. I've never been. My grandfather. So let me say about my granddad. Just my mom and dad. So he's 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 Catholic now, <clears throat> and so they kept inviting me to go to church, and I was just like, nah, fam. But the reason why <laughs> <No>. he invited. <laughs> 
reason why he decided to go to church is because to become Catholic is because I think they have like services on Saturday. And so mm-hmm. he wanted to go to service on Saturday so he can watch his races and stuff on Sundays. <laughs> That's the only reason. The only reason. Did he put, did he put money on it? I think he does. I think he does. Like he, he's like really big with like NASCAR and like derbies and stuff. And so he was like, like literally, that's the only reason why he decided to become Catholic because he still, he still want to have a relationship with the Lord, but just not on Sundays. Mm. I was just like, wait a minute. Yeah. So my my poor dad, he went to Catholic school for all twelve years of high school. Oh God. Right? Yeah, or all twelve years of school, right? And. Mm. My dad was an actual wild one. I, how he didn't end up in jail, thank God. Um, he a, a funny story for later, but he actually ended up punching a nun accidentally. Oh my God! Oh, oh, oh I'm gonna say, oh. <laughs> yeah. Again, a wild one. But He's doomed. He had doomed. He he spent three days away from his dad because he was so worried about getting murdered because he punched a nun. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> My entire childhood, he never went to church. He was, except for maybe a Christmas once every five years. And then <laughs> he was, he was over it. He was so over it. Way over it. And then I found out <laughs> probably in high school that, you know, what happened during my parents' wedding, again, I don't know how in the world he didn't end up beating this guy's butt, but, uh, yeah. during my, when my, the day my parents were going to get married, the preacher had the audacity to ask my dad before the service for more money. Oh, God. Because, oh. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't imagine dealing with that during my ceremony, much less, you know, thank God he went through with it. Cause I <laughs> Wait, pause, pause for the calls. Just, maybe I'm just the only person I don't know this. But you're supposed to pay the preacher who did the ceremony? Well, uh, well, I, I some, guess some of some, yeah, some of them, yeah. Like, I mean, because I, I, I guess if you let's say if you belong to a church, normally your pre- your preacher does it for the low or for the free, you know. Because but anybody that's like not of that church, they gotta pay him for his time and pay for the uh, for the church. Yeah. So the church I grew up in, the guy was the preacher. Excuse me, the preacher was willing to to perform our service. But we had to go through like six or seven weeks of marriage counseling, yeah. my wife and I, and uh, we just weren't about that. Um, so <laughs> getting uh, like a non-denominational justice of the peace, I guess, would be a good word for it. And uh, she performed our ceremony. She was a bit fruity pebbles, but uh, <laughs> you know, got the job legal. So that though. I don't know, but this guy, uh, he kind of opened my eyes up. Like, I talked to him, and he was just like, uh, we're talking about church, and just, I guess, the guilt of not me not wanting to be in there, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, you know, it's just like the way you, you're raised, it's like you got to go every Sunday. You got to do it, got to do it, got to do it. And you're also taught that if you don't do this, you don't walk this line that, you know, you're going to hell, basically, right? But anyways, the guy is just like... Uh, you know, I'd rather he's a he's a big motorcycle enthusiast or whatnot. He was like, I'd rather be on my motorcycle and thinking about God versus being in church. Think about my motorcycle. Think about my motorcycle. <laughs> thinking, you know what I'm saying? Think about my motorcycle. So, I, once I once I once I had that conversation, I kind of I kind of got it. I was like, dang, you know what? I'd much rather be on the beach. You know, exactly. So I'd much rather be. You know what I'm saying? Like I know who I am and what I what I believe and everything. So. I'm I'm content where I'm at. 
Well, and to me, I think if your parents did did their job, right, and took you to church and, and kind of introduced you to what is, quote unquote, morally right, mm-hmm. yeah. to, to some extent, at, you, you don't, to me, and I, hopefully I'm not speaking too crazy, but you don't need it. As long as you're practicing, be, you know, turning the left cheek, you know, being good to others and, and understanding and showing empathy and understanding that. You may have it good, and there are other people who are less fortunate than you in trying to help them on a daily basis. Right. To me, yeah. that's a lot of what church is. It's just trying to remind people, listen, dude, you got it good. You live here. You got stuff. You can literally go down to the corner, and uh, if you need you know, a pack of chicken, some greens, and you know, a pack of Pepsi, it's literally ten bucks. You know, some people a don't have the ten bucks, and some people live places where Damn, it's shit. fifteen miles, <laughs> and, and they got to do different shit to just get the chicken. Right. You know, right? Yeah. So you know, people get lost in that here, and they get caught up in the wrong that shit. And, and and on top of that, they might not have the water to wash their chicken. <laughs> there you go. Bring, it Bring it back full circle. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Dave Chappelle style. I love it. This full second. <laughs> well, we get we getting short we getting short on time. I, I I got a question for you, Mr. James. Um, right. Why does it seem that about eighty five percent of white folk in general are not afraid of shit? Climbing mountains with nothing, skydiving, swimming with sharks, shit, reckless. <laughs> just reckless shit. Just none of that. <laughs> Chasing uh, hurricanes. So as a surfer myself, and I've been, all right, there we go. I've been all over the world, Australia, New Zealand, Costa Rica, California. Australia? Uh, yeah, all Australia's of, dope as hell. They got some scary critters. So shall Australia we need to ask him for some, is, real quick, just pause. Shall we need to ask him for some non- some out of the pocket, out of the out of the ordinary places to visit. Because I'm tired of going to just tell why be old, 85, crapping my pants when, you know, I can go surf a wave and if shit happens and I get eaten by a shark, so be it. Uh, eventually, <laughs> at I'll some, some point, I'm going to die, right? So mm-hmm. we're this life is finite. It is not infinite. You know, we were just talking about church. At the end, we're all going to meet our maker. So might as well go out with a one hell of a bang, right? Mm. Mm. Right. I can't climb mountains. I'm terrified of heights, but I can scare <laughs> sharks and dive. And... I go to the depths. <laughs> yeah, right, I, I go down deep. below, but I ain't going up high. <laughs> exactly. Hell no. I hate flying airplanes. Um, wow. Yeah. I, to be honest, I got buddies who are kiteboarders. I grew up surfing, skateboarding. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> It's just fun, man. It's just fun as shit. I can't say any other way to do that. It, <laughs> it makes your heart pound out of your chest, and you go, this is the dumbest thing I've ever done, but you make it through, and you go, ooh, that was fun. Let me try it again. And I don't, you know, I, I got no better answer than that, but you're going to die eventually, so make that's it cool, right? That's a damn good answer. Yeah. I like it. That's, that's, the, yeah, that's, I, that's the best answer yet. Yeah. 
I guess I got. Well, I don't really have a question. I, I don't know, but man, I guess my question is, like, dog. No, I mean real talk, man. Like, there's obviously some form of of racism in this country, right? Absolutely. Why Absolutely. is it? Why is it so hard for the majority to believe <laughs> that this shit actually happens? Like that is that is actually real. Like why is that? Why is that such a shock to people? Like why is that? You know, I don't. Why is it over people's heads or white people's heads? I don't want to say white people because I mean it's more than just white people. But you know, we got you on the line. So, I guess my answer to that would be t- t- twofold. First, you've got so many folks in areas that, for lack of better words don't have a cultural mix that maybe we do in Charleston or, right. or other places. I don't, I don't know where you folks are at. So, but well, they, they don't have a cultural mix, right? So they've been maybe un- indoctrinated is a bad word, but you know, they've been so held in a bubble for so long that they don't understand other, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. fear and, you know, fear of the unknown tends to lead to stupid shit right so fear of the unknown sometimes leads to racism and then for lack of better you know our media doesn't do a very good job exactly. of just painting oh, facts yeah. as opposed to you know they they lean one way or the other like I, i'll be the first to admit fox news is ridiculous right <laughs> but, but, but on the other side of that cnn tends to lean a little too left for me like exactly. you know i it's, it's almost like the news goes, you guys are idiots. Here's what I want you to think. Instead of just going, all right, here's what happened. Right. Got shot. Here's what went on. Here's BBC. the facts. Bang, bang, bang. You make your own opinion. Right. Yeah, Muslim, you make your own opinion. Right. They lead you. And let's be real. There are ignorant folks, regardless of cultural skin color, whatever. That Damn right. Swayed in, in what goes on. And I just... It is frustrating. There is racism I, to the extent that I think the media sometimes hypes it up to be. Oh, yeah. It is a bit ridiculous. But, you know, to say there's no racism is is cavalier at, at, at minimal. You know what I mean? Because, <laughs> yeah. no, because, like, all right, like, for my, me, myself, personally, <laughs> like, I, you know, I'll you know I'm I'll witness certain things or I'll see certain things, and by no means do I ever try to make myself out to be a victim, man. Cause like, you can ask Shine this all the time. I say this all the time. It's just like, you know, the man, quote unquote, is not holding us back from doing anything at this point. You know what I mean? Like, sure. if I want to win the lottery, I got to get off my ass and at least go buy the ticket. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. So I don't claim I don't claim to be a victim, but sometimes, man, like it is just that. It's just like we're not trying to play a race car. It's just that's just what it is. It is. Like, damn, just dog, like, it is. Yeah. You you make a very good point. See, to me, my beef in a lot of things is again, I'm gonna be a little bit cavalier here. There are shitty people. So yep. there are shitty black people and there are shitty white people. There yep. are just shitty people, right? That's a fact. So absolutely, absolutely. It, yeah. It, my thing that I get frustrated with is you get situations, you know, like the one in Charleston where the police officer shot the guy running away. We didn't know the stuff leading up. We don't know the stuff leading away. The minute they threw it on the news, it, 
that dude had issues. Okay, both guys had issues. Just report the facts. Okay, mm-hmm. let me make the decision. And again, it, it, it's frustrating in this country because I, you hear stuff and, and you go, "Wait a minute, hold on," and you can't you can't hear the facts of it. They're shitty people, and to me, a a shitty dude is a shitty dude, or a shitty gal is a shitty gal. The race should be a a side note to that, right? Right. It doesn't matter what race you are. If you're a shitty person, you're a shitty person, right? And (laughs) and unfortunately, we the last couple of years, particularly around the police thing, there's been some shitty police officers who've done some crappy crappy police work and it and it's blown out of proportion on both sides whereas instead of really getting down to the facts and trying to go okay here's what happened here's the actual facts of the case how do we take this and how do we fix it or how do we adjust it for the other police officers how do we adjust it for the interactions we just we just go all emotional. Exactly. One of the smartest guys I ever met says data takes the emotions out of everything, and, and mm. leave that. And I'll I'll say data in context though. True, true. I'll give you that one. Data. Data in context. Data for sure. That's solid, solid hard fact. Yeah. Can, can, can't argue yeah. with the numbers, goddamn. No. Nope. Exactly. And, and my biggest thing, one of my, I'm liber- again, like I said earlier, I'm libertarian. To me, one of my biggest beefs with both the Democrats and Republicans is we forgot what being a person is, mm-hmm. and we, we've we've held too much onto like a, this weird ideology ideologue for each side instead yep. of going, okay, hey, I'm a person, you're a person. We're living in America. Nine percent of our life is easy as shit. Okay. Yeah. It's easy. Like, it, it, come on, man. Let's be real. If if I want a hamburger today, I go to Wendy's. If I want chicken, I go to church. If I want Mexican, <laughs> I can go. go you know, it, it's it's yeah. literally that easy. Life is not complicated here. We are making it complicated. Exactly. Because it's too easy. So eventually you have to step back and go, wait a minute. Okay. We're all people. Let's figure out what makes sense for people. Right. And then let's try to figure out what makes sense for the majority of people. Right. <laughs> and then implement it. And then go, okay, wait a minute. Ah, right, uh, that didn't work. Well, hey, can we make a rule part of this that, that that covers that group? Or can we make a rule that covers this group? Or can, or you know, or how do we make one law that encompasses everybody, but but doesn't like tie anybody's hands, right? Because mm-hmm. to me, you got to have people that there's got to be a little gray area. There's got to be a little give and take, right? If, yep. if everything's black and white, is it, it won't work? And that's the way they try to make it now. It's black and white. Yeah, nothing that's the thing. Nothing, nothing is black and white. Like and nothing, man. Not nothing. even zebras. Black and white is black and white. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but anyway. is it? Is, but is it though? No, we're not doing this. Oh right. yeah, see, it still ain't black and white. Right, right. We're like, all right, look, look. <laughs> We get the show on time. We get the show on time. So I think this has been great dialogue. Um, I love it. James, we got to have you on again another time. Anytime, um, guys. Absolutely. So, you know, as we always do, let's end out tip of the week. Elias. Oh, man, I got to go first. 
You always go first. Why are you acting surprised? Why are you always first? Like, why are you acting like who I know, because it's always, it's like, I wasn't ready. I'm never ready, man. All right, okay. Uh, Damn. I can, well, Even I can, Pam. That's, yeah, I'm about to say it. Go ahead. <laughs> I'll go. Okay, so my tip of the week is if you are driving and you have a long drive ahead of you, please make sure that you are well rested before getting behind the wheel. Because you can very quickly, very quickly, doze off and then die so you know just just make sure you're resting up quick story on the way <laughs> last week i work nights and so last week i decided um i didn't i didn't get to take my nap my usual nap like i usually do um and i decided i'm going to hey i'm about to go on this road the quick i leave i'll beat all the traffic yada 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 so i'm i'm thinking i'm good i got my coffee got my food got my music playing and then next thing you know i, I like i like doze off and then i hear the little noise and then like wakes me up and then i'm swerving hard swerves left and right left and right and finally got control of the vehicle and i'm like shocked mm-hmm. leg shaking i pull off to the side and i'm like all right let me chill and i could have i could have died guys like that could have been the end of me so more the story is Dang. make sure you get some rest <laughs> rest up before you get on the road and don't and don't tell yourself you're good just listen to your body your body knows you're sleepy like on the way back i was tired and this time I decided to get off and I took a whole hour and a half nap in front of Dunkin' Donuts and some rest stop. <laughs> Luckily I didn't get robbed. But hey, I got rest I was rested and I was able to make it back. But yeah, just don't get behind a wheel and get tired. Seriously. That's my tip of the week. I'm glad you're okay. Yeah. Well, thank, you. <laughs> thank you. Appreciate it. Oh man. I had a tip. Okay. All I can say is, um, Man, build your network. Build your network. Whatever you're trying to do, like if you're trying to, you know, get out there for whatever reason, I don't, you know, I can't really specify, but just find people that are like you that are trying to do the same thing. They don't, they don't have to do the exact same thing as you're trying to do, but they have to at least have the mindset that you have. Right. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, just surround yourself with people like that. And you will achieve your goals a lot faster than you would have on your own. Even if you're an introvert, you gotta you gotta step out there. Like you gotta you gotta That's break that problem. mold and and just do it because it's been paying off for me uh, twofold. So that's that's all I got for the, this week. Amen, brother. James, what you got for us? All right. So in high school, I was a lifeguard. I actually uh, <laughs> in. in it, no, seriously, I've uh, I've got about seven saves under my belt, either through surfing or at the pool. Um, Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I've got some crazy stories about that. I'm so, we need you on a team, man. You save people. <laughs> seriously. I, I, pulled, I pulled some folks out that really shouldn't have been in the water, in, mm-hmm. in the ocean. Um, were, they, were they black people? Because they say, they say we can't swim, but we can. <laughs> no, honestly, one... Um, no, I, I haven't in the ocean. Um, mm, mm, of course, no. of course not. Of course not. <laughs> well, yeah, that kind of that kind of feeds into the stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> if I can't see through that water, I'm not getting in it. Damn all that. Damn. <laughs> but it is it is May, so everybody's got their pool open. Um, everybody's got everything, you know, pool, lake, everybody's going fishing, everybody's going offshore, everybody's getting in the ocean, everybody's going to the beach. I was a lifeguard for a long time. I taught swimming lessons for a long, long time. I taught from, 
uh, two-year-old parent talk class so people could bond with their child in the water to, um, I told a couple of ladies who were in the mid-50s who terrified of water, never been in water, absolutely scared to death, right? Damn. This is a time of year that, that I've seen it, I've been involved with it. People are go to pool parties at people's houses and don't pay attention to their kids and little mm-hmm. kids get mixed up with it and get knocked into a deep end. And that's a wrap. I've seen too many in the last couple of years in the news, young kids, three, four years old, bumped into the deep end. Nobody was paying attention. The babysitter wasn't paying attention. The water is nothing to play with. No. It will kill you it, if you are not comfortable with it, if you are not. You know, if it isn't, if you don't pay attention to it, if you don't pay attention to your kids around it, it will make your summer miserable. And and mm. I just say, keep an eye on your kids. There's swimming lessons. Find a local pool. Get your kid comfortable with it. There, there's stuff, even young kids, two and three years old. I taught, used to teach a two and three year old class that one of the first things I taught class is we would, we would bump a two year old into the, into the pool and teach them how to just push off the bottom and bob to get to a side, right? So they feel comfortable. So the fear is gone. If you can right. remove the fear, you, you, the panic, you can the save panic. their life. I yeah. mean, it's, it's incredible. Jamie said a word just now. It, it's, you have to remove the fear. You have to remove the fear. You have to. Yes. I mean, <laughs> You know, when I was maintenance, uh, you know, a maintenance supervisor at the paper mill, every year we have to do like safety talks with our group, the guys that work for us. And that was mine every year. All these guys with young kids, you know, it don't matter. It doesn't matter the color of your skin. The pool, the pool don't care. That's nope. for damn sure. Nope. Okay. <laughs> the pool don't care. It, it, if you're three years old and you fall in the deep end and you don't know how to swim, it don't give a shit. Okay. Yeah, so. Um, I like how I like how you say shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> it, and I mean, you got a lot of guys. I mean, Justin and I are big fishermen, right? So I was on a boat since I was six months old, right? My dad took me out there. I've not been afraid of it. My life revolves around the water, and if you can remove that fear, you can save a life. Mm. And that's my tip. Love it. That's awesome. That's mm. awesome, bro. I'm a close and out. I'm I love teaching. I love teaching swimming lessons. My wife teaches uh, private swimming lessons. I, I can do it. I love it because it, it's important. It yeah, is. Yeah. It is so important. Being in Charleston, I don't know where you guys are at, but Justin and I are in the Chucktown area. There's hey, so I'm much in Chucktown. I'm in Chucktown too. Cool. I mean, there's so much water. There's so much water. You know, especially at the beach. I mean, with a riptide, man. People just don't understand how strong a riptide is, and you can get sucked uh, out nowhere. And, and if you're yeah. if you're afraid of it, and if you can't calm yourself down and get through it, yeah, that's a wrap. And and nobody don't wants. Panic. Don't panic. That's, yeah. that's the I'm gonna stop. I know. I know. Damn. I know. Sean got to go. You know. <laughs> you know. I know. We, I know. We talking a long time, but I was about to say, man. Like, believe it or not, a one-legged man taught me how to swim, yo. I believe it. I don't. I don't like, use my legs. I'm a surfer, man. I use all arms. So to be honest with you, I learned I a long, long time ago. If you can, if you can doggy paddle, damn it, you can swim. That's how fast I my swim test. Get from point A to point B. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Well, I'm gonna close out my tip. What the hell? Sorry, that was me. I'm drinking bourbon. 
No, it was somebody zipping up stuff. Um, that was me. I knew. Damn, you got some good air. <laughs> you, you, you want a microphone, child? <laughs> um, yeah, so my tip for the week is just for everyone to be mindful. Because. I'm sitting down. I'm sitting, I'm sitting down. I'm sitting down. I'm sitting down in front of my computer with my not doing nothing. It's not me. I promise. <laughs> 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 my tip is is for folks to just to be mindful of their um the way that they use things, consume things, and how wasteful we can be without even realizing it. Um I kind of always come back to this. I'm I'm really a tree hugger and global warming is real as fuck. And the resources that we have on this planet are not infinite. Everything comes from the earth, the metal, the phones, the chips in your phones, all that shit. It came from something from the earth and it was converted and it took energy to convert that shit. So if you can recycle, um, if you can reuse stuff, reuse it. Just just be mindful and, and think about that because a lot of people, of course, they want families and kids. So be mindful of the type of planet that you want your kids and their kids to have to inherit. So, yeah. I got I got one more thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> just based. I know. I know, man. I know. But just based off of this, just based off of this dialogue that we had today, like. Don't be afraid to ask questions and have open dialogue with your constituents, maybe outside of work or something like that. But, you know what I'm saying, the only way we're going to progress as people and get over this hump is to have this dialogue with other people that you have. I mean, you have questions, but don't do it ignorantly because some people don't like that that type of shit. So choose the right person, I would say, you know? Facts. So. Absolutely. I, I, I have have had so much fun the last hour and 10 minutes. This has been a ball. So anytime you guys want me back on to speak for like 10% of white people, I'm <laughs> Yo, you speak for like 5%, dude. Out of people I met, you you really don't, you can't. Oh, man, you don't even, you're don't even complain, generous man. 5%. Let's be real. 5% is generous. generous <laughs> at <laughs> 10%. <laughs> Again, anytime you want to come on, um, or anytime you want me to come on, I would love it. I, this was a ball. I had a blast. It was oh, awesome. yeah. And, and, and plug your podcast too while you're at it now. Okay, cool. So, um, me and a really close buddy. So, my wife's a school teacher, um, and she teaches with this uh, young lady, Jahan. And Jahan, um, her husband and I kicked it off really good the first time we met. Big Wu Tang fan. (laughs) So the first time I met Daniel, we were like, I was like, yeah, hey man, you hear? You know, we were talking about Wu Tang and and Kung Fu, so we got along great. Um, But we have a podcast. It's called Opposing Rationales. I'm libertarian. I tend to swing a little Republican. Uh, Don't hold against me. (laughs) Daniel, libertarian. He tends to swing a little uh, Democratic. Um, so last week we did one on what we think Russia and, 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 and the Trump ties and, and we're trying, it's our first one. So it's not as cool as y'all. So we're, we're trying to work on it. We're going <laughs> to, we haven't posted it yet. Um, we got to finish our like intro. Y'all, y'all's is great. 
Um, but we got to finish our intro. But as soon as, as Daniel and I get together this weekend and finish that, then our next one's on immigration. Ooh. And then we want to do one on health care. Both Daniel and I are really big political people. I, like, I enjoy it. I enjoy the kind of the whole thing that goes on behind the scenes. And, and again, my biggest frustration in today's society is is we forget we're people and we forget that we have to work with each other because right. – Right now, this is all we got. We're not smart enough to get to Mars and the moon and, and you know, other solar systems yet. So this is what we got. And yep. like Justin said, with <laughs> with the global warming, if we can't make this work, the hell do you think we're going to make work out there? No. So, <laughs> um, right. Love opposing it. Rationales, check it out. It's Opposing Rationales with Cam and D or D and Cam. I don't remember exactly what the title we've we've given it. But um, iTunes, check it SoundCloud. Out. Uh, we haven't done it yet, so hopefully in the next couple of weeks, next time I'm on, hopefully we'll have it all. Literally, like last week when me and you were talking, uh, we just started it. So okay. we got like an hour and 20 minutes on Trump and, and Russian ties. And I'll tell you this, me and Daniel get along great. That dude has his facts down to the T, bro. He is, got, he is sharp as a tack. He's got it figured out, and he brings it. And I love it, and it's fun. So um, check it out. Perfect. If we get it out there and post it. Perfect. We'll definitely share the link. And uh, a big shout out to um, Kyra McCullough, Miss Miss USA, a uh, uh, fellow yes, Bulldog SESU stand up. I personally yes, know her. She's a, a great young Where lady. Was she from? She's from she's from all over, but she uh, came to state from Virginia. Okay. But yep. She majored in nuclear engineering or radiochemistry. I forgot which one. I just gotta tell y'all, that did my heart so good to see that, yo. Oh yeah. No, no, I, I was, I felt a little proud. I was like, oh, look at, look at her. Look at young look at my fellow, my fellow bulldog. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, as always, hit us up. The uh, email the two cents pcast at gmail dot com. We on Twitter. Um, we gonna work on a Facebook iTunes, SoundCloud, hit us up. Y'all be good. All righty. Hey, I really enjoyed it, guys. Thank you so much for inviting me. Man, you were great. Thanks. For real.